Hello everyone, you are listening to Affiliate Journey Podcast and I'm your host, Miodrag Milenkovic. Happy Friday everyone, as always new interview is coming out every Friday and new Solocast episode every Tuesday. Uh, Alright, I just wanna input you into the news, if you were listening to the Solocast I did on Tuesday, then you're probably aware that on 11th of November I started a Facebook group. And if you're listening to this podcast and you like the content, you will likely be interested in the group as well. Uh, group is called Affiliate Marketing Elite. And I already did some interviews in there that are not coming out on podcast nor on my YouTube channel. So I would really love to see you and connect with you in person and you can get the hands on the, that amazing content. So again, Affiliate Marketing Elite, come and join us. Let's become the let's become the affiliate elite together. All right, without further ado, our today's guest is uh, Robert and he just came back from OfferLab at the time when we were recording this. Now, for those of you who do not, do not know, OfferLab is an event hosted by uh, none other than Steve J. Larson and he is someone I look up to so much i admire him and his work and i was super excited to talk with robert about that and we also dove into like your published strategy i'm sorry your launching strategy of whatever it is that you're launching like new product uh, new channel new podcast new group or whatever it is uh, also, we dove deep into the offer creation, which you will need if you want to sell anything online. And we went into like picking a niche, into some affiliate stuff as well. So all in all, it was a it was a very pleasant co- conversation. I enjoyed it, and I hope you will enjoy it. Enjoy it too. Uh, if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe. New content again uh every tuesday and every friday so without further ado i present you robert hello everyone you're listening to affiliate journey and i'm your host miodrag milenkovic and my today guest is today's guest is Robert. Hello, Robert. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. And yourself, sir? Glad to hear that. So you came back from the offer lab, and I envy you so much. I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> so how was that? It was great, dude. Um, like I said, I've been on the road for a month for work. But this last week, I, I was in I was in Boise. And uh, flew in Saturday, got to talk to people Saturday, Sunday, and, and Sunday night, most everybody had gotten into town. So we had some, you know, a couple dinner conversations, that kind of stuff starting to gear up. And then um, Monday, we walked through, we walked through everything, kind of just packaged all up real quick to make sure we had everything ready to go for our offer. Um, you know, make sure we had all the, the, the pieces of the puzzle in place and in order to, to get ready to rock and roll. And then Tuesday, we had some guest speakers come in and talk. Jeff Brewer came in and talked launches. Holy cow. Um, you know, I, I have said there's like eight steps that go into making a funnel successful. And I say, 
I, I hate using the word funnel, but it, it making a sales system successful from product creation to positioning to the launch system, creation, positioning, building your, your funnel, your web, web presence to your launch, to fulfillment, copywriting. I mean, there's so many skills that go into it, video editing, all that stuff. And, and launching is something that I hadn't thought a lot about. And hearing him talk on Tuesday, Lord have mercy. There's a whole world out there I haven't learned yet. I thought I, I you know, every time you think you know it all, you find something you didn't have a clue about. Yeah, launches. Yeah. yeah. I heard Kevin was amazed as well. He shared it in like Catalyst Genius. He was blown yeah, away as well. Kevin was kicking on back in with that. Um, I think I think that put a big eye. You know, Kevin's involved with some big names, Cough Cough, Jay Shetty. And uh, I think I think he was like, dude, we've got to get something going for this. So, yeah. Actually, that was one of the mistakes I did with my podcast. Like I was preparing everything, editing, looking for people, but I never had any launch strategy. And then I was like, here, there, here's my podcast. And there was nobody to listen. So right. that's one of the lessons I had to learn the hard way. So now it's like yellow on all places. So well, and Steve we- talks about... Steve yeah. talks about when he when he launched Sales Funnel Radio, you know, he was just getting started. And so he just kind of let it happen. And then when he launched MLM Hacks, he actually did a webinar in the first five episodes. And so he did Origin Story, Secret One, Secret Two, Secret Three, and a pitch. So if you go listen to the first five episodes of Secret MLM Hacks, it's actually a webinar just broken up into five sections. He's a brilliant guy, I have to admit. He's, yeah, he, he's after the game, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, before we dive into some fun stuff, can you share with us, like, what got you online? Like, why not follow the 9 to 5 ro- route? What's your background by, story? Why did you By all this? accounts, I'm a bad employee. Um, I, I, my father taught me from a young age that if you're going to do something, do it right and do it well. And add that to a little bit of computer sense. And from, from my teenage years, I started not programming, but in, in a loose sense, I was doing some programming type, you know, using a computer to, to benefit, to augment human effort. And then as my career progressed in uh, two or three years ago, I was on a project and I wrote my first program to speed up a manual process I was doing on computers. Long story short, got me into programming to computer classes. That rolled into web design. I started the business that I have. It started as a web design company. I took about three clients and realized that I did not want to do web design because people don't know what they want. And then I was stuck with, what do I really want to do? And the whole reason I got into it was this long-term dream of, of consulting, like business systems consulting. And as goofy as it sounds, basically the last few days at Offer, Offer Lab, that just kind of funneled in and happened all of a sudden. I was like, holy cow, here's my chance to jump on it and go. So started, started in the web, web design realm, and then it's just kind of progressed to systems stuff, if you will, systems consulting, automation systems. So yeah, um, I'm the worst employee you've ever had. Uh, I've been run off of more jobs for wanting to make companies better and say, hey, look, we can make this system better so nobody has to do this again. I made a mistake on my last nine to five. I was like, let's fix the system so nobody does that. Oh, no, 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 we don't want to do that. Really? Really? So I realized then that I was never 
I mean, that was the, I don't know, the last three years, I think I've held a job more than four or five months. <laughs> I totally get you. Like entrepreneurs are usually bad at school and bad <laughs> employees. Like, yeah. it is what it is. All right. Yeah. So now, what are the biggest takeaways you had from the offer lab you just went to? Launches was a big one. Um, Myron Golden spoke and I don't know if you ever had a chance to hear Myron speak. If you I'm ever not get a chance in person, to but I oh had God. Myron is just <laughs> if you get a chance to hear Myron, dude, jump on it like like hotcakes. Um uh, the man opens his mouth and golden nuggets start falling out. I don't think he says a word that's not a golden nugget. He's been playing the game long enough and he knows enough about it that there's just there's no nothing that he says. His big theme though from from offer minds, he spoke at offer mind and he spoke again at offer lab is make more offers. He had somebody that needed to get into a program. They needed a $20,000 down payment for one of his high ticket programs. And he said, go out in the next, the number of offers you would make in the next year, make in the next month. The number of offers you'd make in the next month, make in the next week. The number of offers you would make in the next week, you should make in the next day. And uh, what's his reasoning behind it? If you're not making offers, you can't make money. Makes sense. You know, Steve, Steve talks about, and I'm going to cycle to Steve a lot because I'm a Steve groupie, but Steve talks about he hit a point where nobody was paying him and he realized that there was nowhere for people to, to pay him. There, if there's not a, a website that says, hey, pay me money, you can't make money. And so whether you're offering a $17, I've got a $17 beta course I'm building out right now, or well, beta offer because the course is going to be built in beta, um, or you're offering a $10,000 coaching program, if there's no way for somebody to find a way to pay you for that, you're never going to make money doing it. And you can have the funnel built and sitting there, but if you're not offering it to anybody, they're never going to find it. Build it and they will come is a load of crap. I mean, you can't just put, put a spot on the map and it took people to show up without a reason to be there. And the interwebs are, are a three-dimensional map. If, if you don't drive people to a location, you're never going to get their attention. I agree. And that's like the essence of affiliate marketing, driving people to the offer. So yeah, what are some golden nuggets over there? Say someone is an affiliate, has a product he or she wants to promote, and now they have to build an offer and get people there. So how would you so Actually, I'm going to grab a book really quick that I happen to have sitting on my shelf over here. I say shelf, bedside table, my office and my bedroom are the same room. Niche down. Um, it's a lot of like example stories, but it's a really good place for general starting to, to get into. Um, but, Everybody links will be in the show notes. Okay. Um, but finding a way to position, positioning, I think is really kind of what you and I talked about, you know, talking about over here, but finding a way to position what you have in relation to the market. And I have a, I have a motto that I should never put an ad out. It is not as detailed as a conversation I would have over a beer or coffee with somebody. I wouldn't come to you and say, hey, you have a podcast. Let me tell you what I can do for you. I would say, hey, you have a podcast about affiliate marketing. Let me tell you what I can do for you. You know what I'm saying? You want to narrow your messaging down and, and, and narrow your positioning down so that you're positioning whatever it is you're offering. So you use ClickFunnels? Yeah. Okay, so ClickFunnels. A lot of people are like, oh, I want to be a ClickFunnels affiliate. And they just go like barf their affiliate link all over the internet in affiliate groups or 
wherever they can get somebody to listen to them. Find a way to position that, whether it's for insurance agents or real estate agents or used car salesmen or people with a Shopify store selling t-shirts. I don't care. Find a way to position that product and build a message around it that says, hey, this is what you do. This is how this tool can help you. And this is the end result. You can't evangelize something because you know how good it is. You have to tell people how good it's going to be for them in their situation. Don't expect them to understand. It's ClickFunnels. Well, what's ClickFunnels? Dude, it's the best website ever. Well, what is it? I'm not in the internet game. I don't know what ClickFunnels is. And, and that was where all of us started at some point. You know, there was a point when ClickFunnels didn't exist. And there was a point when ClickFunnels entered your life and my life and whoever's listening to the show's life. And, and whether it's ClickFunnels, Kajabi, Kartra, you know, that's that type of platform we're talking about. But find a way that you can, it's probably going to take either your real life experience or if you have like a friend that's, you know, you've got a really good friend that's a real estate agent. You may not have to be a real estate agent. You can get them to help you to do that messaging, but build it out so that you can position whatever products you have at those people so they see the value in it. And it's not just some tool they're going to go pay for or they don't see, they don't see why they're going to go pay for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, how would you recommend people to niche down? Like what route should they take to get to the desired outcome, let's say? In part, you've got to have some sort of relationship to the, the product you're selling. And so like to go to ClickFunnels again, you know, real estate. If you've got a background in real estate or you've dealt with real estate, you can build a way to message ClickFunnels at real estate agents. Um, and it, And... You also have to accept as the person listening to this that you can't do everything. I have no desire to sell ClickFunnels. I have things I sell, they're great. And ClickFunnels complements some of those things. And I include that as part of an offer or you know, part of my messaging, but I don't go out and try to sell ClickFunnels. I will probably never be a dream car winner, just not the market I'm after. Um, but if you don't have a way to sell that kind of a product, then find something else that you know that you can sell or find something you can position in a way to something else that's being bought or sold. So to add to ClickFunnels, if you're selling ClickFunnels, what can you sell that would go with ClickFunnels? An SMTP service, right? Active campaign, SendGrid. I don't care who you use. It's a, it's a complimentary product that somebody will need if they get in the ClickFunnels game. So have your Afflink signed up, lined up, and include it in your welcome email when, they, when you send somebody a message, say, hey, you just bought ClickFunnels, I'm cool. You know, thanks for joining my Facebook group. Here's the other bonuses I'm going to give you. By the way, you're going to need this as well. When you're ready, here's some videos about what I use and why I use it, and here's how to sign up for it. And if they see value in what you're giving them already, they're going to follow that value train because you're know, like, and trust, right? The three key words. They know, like, and trust you. They're going to keep giving you their money. Um, but more direct to your question, you have to find something that you know well enough that you can sell the product in alignment with that. And everybody's an expert in something. And it's funny because you look in the mirror and, you're, and, and I, I personally know the more I learn about certain topics, the stupider I feel. Because when you start, I'm trying to find a good example around my desk. I don't have anything handy. 
when you start to learn about something, the world is the size of this cut, this pin cup, right? And you're like, oh, I can learn all that in a heartbeat. I know everything about it. Well, the minute you overflow the lid of this pin, the world's this big, and you still only know this much about it. And so there's a lot of things that I think I don't know anything about. That I've sat down and had conversations like, dude, you're a genius. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm not. I don't know that much. But I know more than the guy I'm selling to. And all you have to have is a step or two ahead. And don't falsify that. I would never recommend you go out and say, oh, I'm an expert. I'm a you know, real estate agent of the year, and I've sold 15,000 houses in the last two years. No. You're who you are. You've done what you've done. But if you can use that experience to sell to somebody below you and do an honest service and help them, by all means, do it. Um, and, and, and it's hard, you know, you have to do soul searching to find what that is for yourself before you move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, no. Like I said, Niche Down is a good book. Um, Christopher Lockhead and Heather Clancy. And it's really just examples. It, they just go through people that have done different things to get your mind moving. Um, Jeremy Covatana, I'll have to get a link to you for him. He's actually building a company or a challenge right now. It's a 30-day niche down challenge. Find your niche challenge. I don't know exactly what he's calling it. He was he was an offer lab. And, and he has a super niche market. He does insurance leads, but he has like this one segment of insurance that he sells. And he's building a challenge for that I don't, I'm not endorsing that it will be a good challenge. I assume it will because Jeremy's a good guy. Um, I guess I am endorsing him. I just, I don't know what the content of that system is. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been through it or anything. But it, it, it's one of those, you have to find what you know and what's inside of you that you know that you can sell something to or sell something in alignment with. And, and finding, you know, if it's, if it's the OFA, finding a way to sell that in alignment with something you know, or I'm trying to, a friend of mine has a, a, is a dental hygienist and she affiliate markets for this special toothpaste, whatever it, whatever it, excuse me, whatever it does or doesn't do or chemicals it has. I, I don't, I'm not a toothpaste freak. She's a toothpaste freak. Um, but you know, she sells that in alignment with dental hygiene services. And so it's something else that she already is in the market of. And if you're not already providing a service or a product, it's hard to, you know, to do a dual alignment like that. But if you have something like that, you can do, you can always align those two things. Um, or I'm trying to think of a good example. Like I'm thinking like, you know, kids in ballet or kids in a sport. If you can find a, this is kind of more MLM, I guess, than affiliate. But th there's all kinds of sports drinks or, you know, re rehab drinks or whatever out there that you can sell or affiliate sale for. That if you're already in the market or something like that, you can sell those products to your friends or their kids or, you know, their friends, whatever, and, and position, it, position it that way. I guess, I guess the thing here would be to find what you already do and find a product that complements what you already do in your day-to-day -day life if you're just getting started. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I love that advice. That's much better than what I did when I was starting out. What did you do to... when you were starting out? Oh, boy. <laughs> I haven't told this story on a podcast. I... Well, I'm, not, I'm not trying to chew it out of you. I'm just asking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I 
buy this course from this guy I was watching him on YouTube and that's the part I think okay it wasn't the first or maybe it was the first course I bought on affiliate marketing and he was like teaching how to do affiliate marketing with blogging and make your first blog post and stuff and he was like you should choose something that people have big problem with that is evergreen and that it's not very competitive on Google and I was searching and the product I searched for was like breast enlargement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I thought this was going, but that was not it. That oh, was man. not it. So I made a blog post about breast enlargement and <laughs> you can <laughs> you can you can imagine how that go. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got to collect myself. That was funny. <laughs> oh, God. So don't do that. Go in the niches if you're listening to this that you are knowledgeable with, passionate with, and familiar with, at least because I wasn't <laughs> any of those three things. So, yeah. I mean, I would like to think that I'm pretty familiar with breast enlargement, but not in the way it happens. I'm just, you know. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, yeah. Okay. This is a PG-13 show. We probably need to keep it at PG. <laughs> so I had two questions in mind, and I'll let you choose the next one. One is about right. launching, uh, and other will be about offer. So I guess... Let's start with offer, and then we might move to launching. Okay. Um, so someone is an affiliate starting out. Maybe he or she chose a product they want to promote. And what's the best way about creating a irresistible offer that their target market would like die to have? Okay. So first thing I'm going to say is look at what other people are doing. Um, look at, look at what other people marketing your product and similar products are, are doing along with their offers. And if it's working for them or not working for them. And that, that gets into a whole lot more, you know, back-end research and ad research and how long you've been running ads. It's a different different conversation if you're going the paid traffic, you know, paid traffic way to, to see what people have been doing. But watch what people are doing, especially the guys like, and we're just, I'm going to stay on ClickFunnels because I'm going to assume most everybody that's listening to this knows, knows that market fairly well. Um, there's, there's a couple names come to mind that post in the ClickFunnels group weekly, every couple days. And say, hey, I just made X, you know, I'm at $10,000 in affiliate. I'm at $12,000 in affiliate. I'm at $15,000 in affiliate. See what they're offering and how they're doing it. And it may be a different market, but kind of like I was going out with positioning. Build a course. Build a 30-day course or, you know, a couple-hour training course around how a real estate agent can use ClickFunnels to get leads. So that you're telling me this is what I can do with it. I'm going to go buy this product and then you're going to help me learn it. You can't get better than that. Um, then you, you know, you can, you can do that freebie case studies that are, you know, are good opt-ins at least, but, but you know, anything that you can build education wise around the product, whether it's how to use it, what it can do, how it works, that kind of a thing, because you're, you're, helping people to implement the product they're purchasing even beyond what they're getting from the company, you know, they're buying from. Um, and then find complementary products that help that, whether it's something you have to buy or, you know, 
I'm going to go for examples. Like Funnel Builder Secrets is, is an $800, um, $800 commission. I'm not going to go try to sell those. But if I had a brand and I had t-shirts and you bought, you know, I could build an offer that if you buy one, you get a free t-shirt with it. I'm not worried about losing 20 bucks on an $800 affiliate commission, right? So, you know, if you can, if you can add a, a physical product or two like that in, it's good. Um, and then find things software. So software is a really big thing. And, and at OfferMind, Steve and Russell were talking about, Russell really jumped when he realized that he was stuck at a ceiling. I want to say it was like three or four million a year that he was just hung up at. And he, he opened up into two or three different markets and collectively he was stuck at three million a year. And then he hit click funnels in the software industry. And the cool thing about software is there's no fulfillment cost. Once you build out, you know, either an in-house company or, you know, a, a contract support group, those prices are fairly stable to a level. You have to level up as you go, but there's no fulfillment costs on software. And so find somebody that has a software that will complement the product you're selling and say, hey, look, this is the product I sell. This is how I see your product can help people with that product. Can I get a free, a free month or two subscription for them? It's no cost to the person doing the fulfillment. And the best case scenario is they get subscribers out of it. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a no cost to fulfill for you, but it's added value for the consumer. Um, and I, those are probably the three things that everybody does. Now, people do that to varying scales. And when I'm buying a $100 product and you're telling me you're going to give me $20,000 value stack, I as a consumer laugh at you and go, I'm not interested. You know, you may not be dealing with me as a consumer, and that's, you know, that's judging your market. People that are just getting into the online marketing game, as, as we're on that topic, they, they probably want that. Oh, it's great. You know, I'm going to get all this free stuff. Um, and that's part of why I don't play the affiliate game really hard, because it's, I, I don't want to compete with that. I don't want to sit down and explain to people that what they really need is nothing but the OFA, because that's the thing to learn. All this other crap is shiny. I'm just going to forget they have anyway. <laughs> And that's, that's what it tends to be in my experiences is, is people that get in and they, they, uh, they, they don't have any clue what they're getting into and they go get all this shiny object squirrel stuff. And next thing you know, they've got a stack of stuff that they can't do anything with. They don't know how to use or, you know, I was talking to, uh, oh, who was it? I don't remember. But anyway, I was talking to somebody the other day that was telling me he's got a list of bookmark software, you know, software platforms online that he's got, you know, he's got login for that he's got for free offers everywhere, but he doesn't know what they are, what they do or how to use them. So it was a freebie that who got his attention to buy something and he's never gone in and used it. And it didn't prove to be worthwhile anyway. Exactly. So a, a training, training for what you're giving them a hard product, a physical product that you can throw in a, a notebook or a t-shirt or like Steve gave us these little little pop socket phone, you know, the phone finger thingy bobbers, little stuff like that. Like it's just a gizmo, but it's cool, you know, it's handy. It increase the perceived value as well. Right, right. And there's there's a there's a field of of there's an argument to be made for the fact that when you're buying an online product, there's no fulfillment value. And so that's why the OFA has the box. You don't need anything in the box to do the OFA. But it gets you sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for the mailman to show up so you can get the box. 
you know, I got the box. It's here. I can, I can do it, you know. Um, but do that. And then probably one other thing I guess you could add into that would be a prize for anybody who finishes or finishes in a certain time frame. And depending on what kind of product you're selling, if you're selling something like the OFA and you have a group for it, hey, if you finish this and you get all the way through it, at the end, we'll give you X, you know. Or if you get all the way through it on the last day, you sign up and I'll do a 30 minute coaching call with you or something like that. Um, you know, a prize like that or yeah. Or, you know, like kind of like the OFA do with the box. If you're, if you're affiliate marketing for something, you could, you could do, um, what am I trying to say? Review, review giveaways. You know, hey, if you come in, you buy this through me, review the product after a week or two, give me a video review, and then I'll send you an extra bonus or I'll put your name in a hat for a drawing for a $100 Amazon card. You know, again, it's not a lot of extra, it's not a lot of cost to you, but if it gets you 25 or 30 video reviews that you can then add into your sales page for social proof, and it costs you a hundred bucks for those, $4 a piece to get 25 of them because they all want that hundred dollar card. To me, that's a no brainer. You know, social proof is everything. Um, yeah. That's, that's, you know, we're, we're, we're animals that, that act in, in mass. And if we see other people doing it, we think it's a good idea. So. Yeah. I love that. All right. Now, as for the offer, product, Facebook group, YouTube, whatever, launching strategies, what are the top things you took away from Offer Lab and from getting something to launch? The big thing um, that, that Jeff Brewer got on was the challenge launch because it gets engagement, it drives engagement. Probably two things. Number one, open close cards. So scarcity is is a huge thing, right? Knowing that I may not be able to get this if I don't buy it by a certain date. And so I don't remember who it is, but I heard C talk about it and Jeff talked about him. There's a guy who runs whatever company he runs, that he has like a two-week, four-week cycle. For two weeks, his card is open and then it closes. And then for four weeks, it's closed and he'll drive traffic to it and they get to a dead page says, hey, we're not, we're, we're full on clients right now. Sign up below and we'll let you know when we're available again. Three or four weeks goes by, he opens it up again. But it's only going to be open for 10 or 14 days and then it closes again. And so being able to drive that traffic, and it's the same even before you're ready to launch your product. When you when get to a point that you're ready to start sending traffic to your site, just put up a front-end page. It's just a single opt-in page. And you can do a video if you wanted to or just have text on it. It says, hey, thanks for checking us out. We're not, we're not open right now. But as soon as we're ready, we'll let you know. Um, and then the big thing that Jeff said is, is the main thing right now is the thing that sells the thing. So sell the OFA, right? The OFA was 100 bucks. ClickFunnels lost money on that deal because they were giving the full 100 to their affiliates. So they're losing their processing fees and they're giving it away. So, it was, I mean, it was a dead loss for them. But what are they selling with the OFA? They're selling an ongoing subscription or they're selling a funnel builder secrets pack worth $5,000 or $7,000. So whatever you're hyped up fans who are promoting it. So yeah, right. Right. But I mean, but that's, that's the thing is there, there, the challenge funnel was, was a, it was a self-liquidating officer. They didn't offer, they didn't make any money on that per se, 
the OFA challenge, but it sold their back-end product. So if you have a coaching program or a consulting program or a SaaS like that, find a way that you can challenge people. So I'm building a, uh, a consulting program right now on systems automation for businesses. And I'm, I'm working on building out at like a 30-day or probably 14 or 20-day challenge to automate your business, to find ways that you can automate 10 hours a week in your business to get people interested in my product. And then when they get to the back end, it's like, well, you did a great job. Now, do you want to go up from there? Let me help you with that. Uh, Kevin Steven, you were talking about him earlier. He and Johnny West just started Extension Pros. And so they're building Google Chrome extensions. And they're building out a uh, build your own extension 14-day challenge. So for two weeks, they're going to help you design your own extension, give you everything you need to build it out, to build out the idea behind it, not to actually code it. And all that does is lead, it, lead you straight into them to buy that product. So with... with to bring it back down to affiliate scale, because I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm getting way off into building your own product, but find a way that you could wrap the product into a challenge of some sort, especially if it's something that has a free trial on it, or um, what's the words I'm looking for here? Um, my brain just went out the window. Find a way to, to get the attention around the product if you can build a challenge around it, it would be great. And my brain just dunked on me, dude. I was cruising really well. Um, so we got the challenge. You got a challenge launch. Because I'm trying to cut, tor, correlate that to affiliates, and I'm having trouble to get that twisted into an affiliate thing. Um, hmm. Trying to think about how to make that really an affiliate thing because that's really not an affiliate. That's that is a full product you own type deal. What about um, if you're launching a podcast or a Facebook group? Yeah, so build out build out pressure ahead. So what one of my rules is do what they do because it works for them. One like the first rule, Robert's first rule of marketing, my personal like rules that I'm building out. And so like when Steve, he's, he's mentioned, he's listening, he's launching a new podcast, right? I don't know if you follow his podcast or follow his, his content. He mentioned it at like episode 280. Just, Hey, this, uh, SFR is coming to a close. Look for something new. It's just enough. What, what did he say? Did, did he say that this is going to be over? What? And that was all it was. And then two or three episodes later, yeah, we're probably going to be closing SFR down here soon and sit back. And then you make a Facebook post a couple days later. Hey, uh, working on a, on a new name. Which one of these names do y'all like the most? Or show a picture of a, you know, part of a logo. Hey, what, you know, I got something else coming out. What do y'all think this might be? To drive that pressure to get people's attention because it's all about making noise. And so finding ways to make noise and get the eyes on you is, is a big thing. One of, I feel like a Steve group. You know, I've said his name so many times this, um, but one of, one of the things he, he talks about is when you feel like you're getting annoying, 
and you feel like the level of noise that you're making is getting annoying, you're probably just starting to be heard because of the volume of, of content and noise out there in the market. There's so much stuff out there. How many TV shows did you not hear about for, you know, two years and then you heard about a TV show or a podcast because there's just so much noise that it, you, you have, it has to rise up to where you can hear it. So, um, yeah, but teasing out stuff like that or, you know, same, same with like, like the closed cart thing. When you're, you're almost ready to do it, like, you know, say you're getting your first five or six episodes recorded. Hey, I, I'm looking for guests for a new show. Don't say what it is. Don't say when it's coming out. But, you know, then you're, you're telling people something's coming. Something's coming, but what is it? We don't know yet. And you start getting that excitement, that, that energy level rising because they, they know that you've got something on the edge, but they don't know what it's going to be yet. And, and is it a TV show? Is it a podcast? Is it going to be live interviews? You know, what's it going to be? Um, and then if you can, and, and you've got to know what market you're, you're in, but get somebody big name involved early if you can. You know, if you could get an interview with Steve or an interview with insert doctor's name, if you're in a health related thing or you're in a CBD game, you know, I don't know the CBD world, but find somebody that's high on the scale in the CBD game and get him in and say, Hey guys, guess what? Episode one of my new show, I got so-and-so here and get people rating to come listen to that because then you, you spike on your, your ratings and then it, it, you know, it helps that with the organic reach of, of your podcast. If you get a whole bunch of little episodes listened to, then it flows out. People, people will listen to it across the board if you get people driven to, to listen to it at first. Um, but I, I think I got sidetracked, like the closed card thing. Start driving people to a sign-up page. Say, hey, when, you know, when we're ready to launch it, you'll be the first to know about it. And then you can have five or 600 people waiting to hear about your new show the minute you let it go. And that way you can drive, drive that traffic up to it right off the bat. Yeah, I love all of those. Now, tell me if someone is, say they finally found their niche and maybe they are somewhat clear on the target market, how do they go about doing their market research? What are, in your opinion, the best ways to do a proper market research so you don't waste your time with the offer when you can get it much more better with a good research up ahead. Right. So um, one of the things actually, they call it a seed launch. Jeff Walker was the guy that wrote launch and they call it a seed launch. And it's a way to get your market involved in building something. So you can do like an increased sale. Say, hey, I'm, I'm looking to beta this product or hey, I'm looking to build this product. I want you to help me. Um, you know, buy it now for $97 and tomorrow it's going to, to $197. And then you can get people in and you'll get a few trickle in, but nobody's going to believe you probably the first time you do this, but then they'll, they'll buy in the second round, but get them into a beta group where you can test material against them. And this is probably one of my, another big takeaway from offer lab. Steve said this on stage, but you build a product this big, but your client wants a product this big or your market wants. And that's a problem I have. I'm a super techie guy and I have this product I want to build. It's going to be this big. And I have a feeling by the time I build it out, it's going to be this big because I start talking what I think is the basic level stuff 
And the people around me are like, huh? What? You know, so you don't want to overshoot your target, but um, ask campaigns in, in the way they're explained in a lot of ways, I think, are, are not as beneficial because it's not the people that are paying. You need, you need people who are getting their money involved. If they're not serious enough to pay for a product, their opinion doesn't matter. You know, so if somebody's asking about real estate stuff on Facebook, I might chime in. I'm not going to go pay to be in a real estate beta group. It's just not going to happen. I don't, I don't care. Um, so getting people engaged with their money, even at a low price ticket, to get their opinion will make it more beneficial to you and to them because they're paying still. They will pay attention. People who pay, pay attention. But get them included to get their, uh, get their input. But you want to go back to your market constantly to ask questions so you're not building a product that's crazy off the rails. Um, find places those people hang out, whether it's Facebook groups or Pinterest boards. I think that's what they hang out on. Or, you know, find the people they're following, whatever platform it's on, and watch what they're doing. Watch what it is that engages, that gets engagement off of their stuff. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm in a group for hockey moms, I can scroll through the, the activity and, you know, some stuff will tell you it's been watched a thousand times and then a video was watched 7,000 times. What about that video made it get watched 7,000 times? Was it a hook in the title? Was it the content? Was it, you know, there was a clown on the front picture? I don't know. But, you know, see what it is about your market that they are, they are reacting to because the more of that you can include, the more attention you can get off your market and the faster you get the ball rolling with that. Yeah, now so, that you mentioned that one of my episodes, I remember, just took off uh, more than others. And it was regarding, like, Facebook organic and Facebook ads. Like, a lot of people want to know about how to reach their audience on Facebook. So I guess that's what spiked their interest. And I saw more listeners in shorter amount of time. So I completely agree with you. I actually just wrote a chapter in a book, um, Air Fryer Secrets. You heard of that? Kevin? Kevin's book? Yeah. I wrote a book on organic traffic, uh, organic lead generation in that yeah. book. Um, when, are you, when are you gonna launch this podcast? Uh, it will be next Friday, next so Friday. in a week. Yeah, I'll have to get you a link for that too because that'll be that book will be coming out in under two weeks. So just after, actually, next hang on, week on the nineteenth. So next Friday is the fifteenth. So it'll be coming out that following Tuesday, I think. Yeah, so I'll have to get you a link for that too because that'll be that'll be coming out soon. That will so, be a fun one. Yeah, that's what started out as twenty authors ended up with seventy authors. Yeah. That is going to be a mega house of value. Gotta get that, baby. Yeah, is he gonna get, get that. Is he gonna get offer out of it, or it will be just a book? No, uh, it's will, so. Will so he launch a funnel? Let you, well, there there is a funnel out for it right now. It's just it's just a closed cart waiting page. Um, but yes, there will be a funnel for it to buy through, and then we're. Um, but in the content of the book, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin, I'm going to spoil a secret for everybody out there. Don't expect anybody in this game to do anything for free. 
Um, there's always ulterior motives. And everybody that wrote a chapter in that book is going to have an offer in it of some sort. That's yeah. just the nature of the game. I mean, I wrote my chapter and it was pure value. I didn't intend to put an offer in it because I didn't know what I was getting into when I got into it. And I, I sent it to one of the authors. He was like, dude, you're great. Like, there's no question you know the topic you're talking about. But make me want to come buy some more. He said, you're giving me too much information. And I was like, what? He was like, you're giving me too much. He said, tune it back a little bit so that you can get them to come to your website. I was like, okay. So I had to cut a couple bullet points, you know, that kind of a thing. And, uh, but yeah, everybody, everybody in there is writing an offer of some sort to get your attention. So, um, yeah, that's, that's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> yeah. That's why we do this stuff partly. Uh, hey, we're all here to make money. Um, I, I have a thing about, I don't know how closely you follow my profile, but I, I do my little Robert's rants or my Facebook lives That's that I awesome. probably do randomly. And I've got one, I've got one on the edge of doing about quit expecting free stuff if you want people to pay you. You know, don't 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 ask for free help. Why am I gonna go ask for somebody else to consult for me for free when I'm not gonna give a minute of my time away for free? You know, and that that is an attitude that I will never understand because it, if I build it for free, there's no real value in it to the person buying it. I mean, there's, just, there's, just, there's not. I don't think there is. And so if it costs me money to build it, then it makes it more valuable to the end result, the end buyer. So, yeah, that's the whole other – I don't want to get off on that rant right now. <laughs> yeah, there is much more skin in the game with it. Now, tell me – what are some of the top lessons you learned from Steve? Like you consume his, his content a lot and he's, as Kevin says, he's a wizard. So what are some of the top stuff you learned like in Offer Lab or from him? We've, we've, we've kind of hit a couple of them. Um, the, 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 overreaching your, the overreaching your audience, you know, you have this much content. And it goes back to the whole, you know, you're an expert in something. If you have this much information and they only want this much information, there's no question you're an expert. So when you're building something, don't go out and build or don't go spend five or six months building a product without vetting it against the market. You know, if you don't, you, you need to have a beta group, whether you give it away or charge for it, that's on you and what you're in value in it is. Um, uh, I don't want to go giving away people's secrets. There, there is a group right now that I know of that you know of that is charging for beta without calling it beta so that they can build out a back-end course on it. And I, I, that smile, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But they're charging for access to information so that they can build out information and then sell it as a course the back-end. And it was genius. I actually was planning on duplicating that model um, for something, but I just have too many products on my, on my lap right now. When I, when I get a couple things, when I get this launched and that launched and this launched, then I might go grab another one and play with it. But um, you need to beta everything because you, wanna, you want the end product to be good. However, 
it's not he who is the best who gets paid. It's he who is the best at getting attention that gets paid. And so think about something you're good at and think about the guy you know that's getting paid more than you that's not as good as you at it. Because it doesn't matter how good you are. As it cycles back to what we said earlier, if you're not out there making an offer and there's nowhere for somebody to come give you money, then there's no way for you to make money on it. So you can be great. And that's, that's the thing I realize is that I have a systems mindset, but nowhere do I have on the internet, hey, come pay me to build systems for you. I don't. And that's kind of what's about to happen for me. Um, but you have to be able to get that into words that people understand and get their attention with. And the flip side is one of the other big takeaways that I've learned from Steve over the last, uh, however long I've been following him, is, and it's a quote out of, I want to say Ogilvy, and I may be mistaken on that, but he who can describe the question, he who can describe the problem the best is assumed to have the best answer. Yeah, I love that one. So whether you really have an answer or not, if you can hit that pain point and explain what they're going through, then you'll get their attention and they'll say, hey, he knows my problem, so he has a good answer for it. And so it's, it's in your marketing messaging that you have to be able to say, hey, this is what you're dealing with. This is the problem you're having. You know, you're a real estate agent who's putting out signs on the street and you're only reaching people who can actually slow down long enough to write your phone number down on a sign. But if you come and use ClickFunnels, we can run ads on Facebook. People can see everything. You know, so being able to describe whatever the, the problem is that your, your dream client is having, you've got to be able to narrow in on that and explain that. And, and the person that can explain that the best is assumed to have the best answer. And that's where the back end of you want to, you want to verify your product as you build it. Because if you make a whole bunch of sales up front, you don't fulfill on those, those offers then you're not going to sustain very long in the market. Yeah. So, All right. Let's get over the bullet list. Like someone is new, say he chooses affiliate marketing and they choose a niche target audience, a product they want to promote. Now they got to take care of messaging, creating an offer and maybe creating a launch for their offer. They're going to, do it so how would you say they go about those the rest of those steps in what order maybe and what's the best way for them to go about it so they've got hang on let me make notes on this because I'm, I'm my brain is bouncing around right now let me, i'm gonna grab a word doc real quick so they have they have an affiliate product picked out yeah hang on where's my keyboard come on turn on keyboard We got an affiliate product picked out. They have a funnel built to they have a bridge page funnel built. Say they do. Okay. And then they have their avatar, their their target, target market is picked. Yeah. So what are we trying to help? We're trying to get them through the launch phase. Say they don't have a bridge. Maybe they should create one. That will be okay. their offer, like. Okay, so um, I just wanted to put that on paper so I could look at it and kind of talk through. So part of it is you've got to have 
you can't build your offer, your messaging, and your funnel, your your words, your funnel, your offer, and your messaging need to kind of be built in co-alignment um, so that they all have the same feel. You can't build the funnel without the message or the offer. You can't build the offer without the message. So the message is kind of probably the, the primary piece you have to figure out. And so once you've got your avatar picked out, you, you can start working on the other two, but your funnel and your offer kind of go hand in hand as you build them together. Um, and that, that is going to kind of be one of those where you, you see what else, what everybody else is doing, what's working for them and work, you know, work, Funnel hacking has been mistakenly used. People are going out and they're just ripping, you know, ripping an exact copy of somebody's page. Oh, it's gonna make you money. Well, it's not if you don't have the right, the right back into it. You have the right messaging behind it. Um, I mean, I guess could you literally go out and copy somebody's videos word for word, their copy word for word, and their offer word for word? Sure. Now you've got to position it in the market and get eyes on it, which is another problem. <laughs> um, but you've got to you've got to find what it is that you're what it is that you're selling. You've got it. So you've got your product. You've got your avatar, and find find a way to position that um, in your messaging. Kind of like we we got onto earlier. How do you how do you explain to somebody what the product is going to do and help them and what problem it's going to solve for them, and then build your funnel around that messaging. Yeah. I love that, brother. All right. Tell the listeners where they can connect with you and find you online. Facebook, Robert Sigelquist. Um, there's a page and a profile, either or. I'm not very active on the page. I spend a whole lot more time on the profile. Um, I have a group. It's called Conversionware Answers in an Hour right now, and that may change. I think facebook.com slash group slash conversionware will get you there. Um, it's, it's kind of a lost and confused place right now. It started out as a ClickFunnels help group, and then it kind of turned into a support group for the software I sell, and it's just kind of, you know, that lost child that nobody – it's that orphan on the street corner that nobody wants right now. I throw it some change every time I walk by. Um, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying that. That wasn't going to be offensive. Um, so that, that group, and then – can I mention my beta launch, the, co the course I'm launching out right now? Yeah, sure. Maybe someone is interested. Um, CFZaps.com. So I'm building a course around Zapier for ClickFunnels, primarily for ClickFunnels. It, it'll expand beyond that, but primarily how to automate your business from the purchase to fulfillment so that when your phone goes off and you get money, you know, you're not going, hey, I made money. Oh, man, now I got to go work. When my phone goes off and Stripe says I made money. I just smile and keep doing what I'm doing because I've already got it fulfilled. So I want to help people get that accomplished in their business. Because um, the whole point of, of us starting this was for freedom, right? I mean, I don't know anybody that didn't start this online game because they wanted to be at a computer more. Yeah. They want to they get away from it. So that's, that's the intention behind that course. Um, that and then the book, Air Fryer Secrets, cvwr.io slash afs and i'll send you that to, to put 
I'll send you all these links. Put in yeah, the text, but everybody, as always, all the links are at affiliatejourney.co slash Robert. And if you're watching on YouTube, down below in the description, you can find them. So connect with Robert, connect with myself. I'm... Uh, my group will be launched by the time this episode is out. So anyways, Woo-hoo! maybe <laughs> maybe you don't know it. So in case you don't, I launched a Facebook group this Monday, which will be next Monday, but <laughs> this Monday at the time you're listening. So uh, affiliate marketing elite. And so what are, you, what are you doing to drive pressure and launch that group? Since we're talking about launches and stuff. So I was make okay. I was mentioning, oh my god, my words. <laughs> I was talking about it on podcast, on YouTube, on profile, and I plan to bring some affiliate marketers to go live in the group. So people who want exclusive content can come and check it, and also uh, in the future, like majority of the interviews will be done in the group so people can get like their hands on the content like weeks before and they can ask their own questions to the experts so they can get a lot of out of it are you doing any giveaways right now like giving away a free pdf guide or a free call with you if they join by tuesday or wednesday or anything i should probably do that but i haven't got a chance because i was like editing podcast and uh, fishing for guests and then editing YouTube and creating Facebook group and creating offer for click funnels and I was like all over the damn place so I wanted to do giveaways even for podcasts but I can't seem to find time still maybe your automation can help <laughs> hey you know that there's a lot of things it's amazing what you can do with stuff that people don't realize can be automated you know they think it has to be done manually it's like dude that that's so that can all be done on the back end. But yeah, look at look at a freebie. I don't know, you know, what you have for free free giveaway, free PDF type thing. But you know, if you if you get in by Tuesday or by the first week, you know, I know somebody giving away a free pair of ClickFunnel socks if you join her group by a certain date. I got so, my forty-one fatal mistakes affiliate marketers are making and how not to make one. So you can get your hands of that. Might be a good add-in. Might be a good add-in. Yeah. So. All right, Robert. Thank you so much for coming. I hey, thanks for having me on, man. I, man. It was a last-minute jump in. I think we started talking about this about twelve hours ago. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was so, awesome. I appreciate you having me on, man. Look forward to doing it again, maybe one of these days. Yeah, sure. You can come in the group someday. Hey, come on. Let me know when it. Well, I'll go. I'll go add it. I know it's on your profile, so I'll go. I'll go tick in on it. It's in two days. I know. It's coming <laughs> fast. It's crazy how that happens, isn't it? Yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks again yes, for coming. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe as always. Leave a review if you're listening on Apple. And until next Tuesday and Friday, cheers for your success. Goodbye. Have a good one. Thanks, sir. All right, everyone. That would be all for today. Thank you so much for sticking to the very end. 
and if you want to connect with Robert or myself again go at affiliatejourney.co slash Robert also don't forget to check out my new group it's awesome community of awesome people called affiliate marketing elite uh, I would really love to welcome you over there and again don't forget to subscribe for more awesome content and until next week cheers for your success